I'm Molly Stewart. I'm Belle. Why'd you say your last name? (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to do like, you know, uh, I'm Molly and you're watching or you're listening to Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. You know, I thought I would just change it up this this episode. (laughs) I was just trying to switch things up, you know, keeping it interesting. I didn't know that that's what we were doing. Anyway, this is what happens when Molly drinks coffee. Uh, seriously, I'm a different person. <laughs> that uh, Starbucks double shot energy. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's really doing something to me. I can tell. Okay, so for this episode, we're going to be talking about a missing person. Uh, y- yeah, <laughs> I, I love missing people. Hope they get found someday. Yeah, me too, honestly. Okay, so. Cynthia Jane Anderson, also known as Cindy, was born on February 4th, 1961 in Ohio. Cindy grew up in a devout Christian home. She's been described as someone who loves her family and enjoys her job. She had a boyfriend and many friends during what a the- boring way to be described. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I feel like this is exactly how I would be described. <laughs> so that's a little rude. <laughs> oh I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Just, You've already hurt my feelings. I just, I just would be so disappointed if this is how someone described me after I was dead. Well, I'm just. Oh, hoping... I mean, after I went missing, <gasps> if this person's dead or not. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So she had a boyfriend and many friends during the time of her disappearance. She was the legal secretary in the off in the law office of James Rabbit and J. Feldstein. Feldstein. Did you Feldstein. say Rabbit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Rabbit. <laughs> J. Rabbit sounds like a name from the Looney Tunes. <laughs> You're right, it does. Oh my God. So the law office was located in Toledo, Ohio. She had put in her two weeks' notice in order to attend a Bible college with her boyfriend. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. That's good. That's really good. I mean, honestly, I don't mean this in a sarcastic way, like, at all. I'm sure that her parents were very proud of her. Yeah, Like, genuinely. Mm -hmm. She seems like a very nice person. Once again, probably a lot like me. (laughs) So, in 1980, Cindy began having uh, recurring nightmares about being abducted. She told her mother about them, but she didn't think that it was a big deal, which, I mean, is understandable. I mean, obviously, it's terrifying for you to be having these nightmares. Listen but, I mean, what here, are you going to do about it? If dreams are any indication to what happens in the real, uh, in the real world, you, my life is... It's concerning. Really. <laughs> You've told me about some of your dreams, and <laughs> it's really that would be concerning. The dreams that I have had, I keep a, I keep it in my notes app on my phone. And if like I ever went to a therapist, like steadily, and they were like, "What did you dream about?" and I showed them this Ugh. notes app, I would be put into a mental institution. That's my subconscious true. is. It's a dark. Sc- it's a scary place. <laughs> I feel like I've only gotten a very, very tiny glimpse into it. Yeah. And I had a yeah. dream once that I um was hired on to solve a murder of someone I will not name because they're a political <laughs> figure. And 
come to find out I was the killer and <laughs> forgot about it. <laughs> so basically your worst nightmare. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's it. Why they hired me to solve the case? Still don't know. I think it's because I was watching a lot of Sherlock Holmes at the time. <laughs> but yeah, if dreams are any indication to real life events. Well, one day I'm going to be able to ride a pirate ship made out of cotton candy with Justin Timberlake. And really isn't that all I have ever wanted in my life. <laughs> I hope I'm there to experience that with you if it God, ever happens. Me too. <laughs> so Cindy had these nightmares for the next year. Oh, well, I've never had dreams for that long. Yeah, which again is horrifying. The only reoccurring dream that I can genuinely remember that I have had frequently was I kept having dreams about Kevin Love. <laughs> <laughs> again, the basketball So player. random because you don't even watch basketball. I don't. I don't. I don't at Oh, but if he, any he was like in every single dream that I had while I was pregnant. If anybody was going to have dreams about a sport other than baseball, it would definitely be me. That's and right. I never I have, have any dreams baseball about baseball guy now. Yeah. But yeah, I literally dreamed about Kevin Love for like 8 months straight when I was pregnant. Very, definitely not very a weird. year though. That's yeah. a long time yeah, to be dreaming the same time. thing. I think I'd get bored. <laughs> yeah, really. If, oh, <laughs> or scared. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I feel like she was obviously concerned because she told her her mom. Yeah. About him. At that point, I'd probably go and talk to like a psychic or a pastor mm. or someone. <laughs> yeah. Someone on a higher level than me. Yeah, I get some help. So just a couple months after these nightmares started, she noticed a message that read, "I love you, Cindy." By GW. On a wall outside of the law office. George Washington is in love with this woman? <laughs> yes. How he the died. ghost of George Washington. <laughs> oh my God, that's so much better. <laughs> Wrote this message. The of George Washington <laughs> is in love with Cindy Anderson. So the message stayed up for six months before it was covered up. Does Toledo, Ohio not have a very good, like outdoor cleanup i don't situation. know but honestly i'd be pretty upset if this random yeah, message you. came up and then they waited for six months before they even did anything and it was about like in it. a public was it like in a public place yeah it was literally on the wall outside of the law office oh like, God. like on an outside That'd wall be awful. you'd I have know. to constantly see that going into work yeah so after and six especially months, not knowing who the freaking heck gw is <laughs> i know <laughs> So after six months, it was covered up. Thank but God. Then, <laughs> and then it reappeared just a few weeks later. GW is a persistent little yeah, I know, little right? booker. So it also didn't help matters that she began receiving strange phone calls. Uh, yeah. This is why you don't answer the phone. Well, I mean, she's a receptionist. That's uh, her job. <laughs> yeah, she gets paid for that. So <laughs> this is why I never answer the phone. Actually, <laughs> yeah. that and just phone anxiety <laughs> just anxiety in general people <laughs> ew humans <laughs> my number one fear <laughs> so a client of cindy's recalled that he witnessed her receive two of these phone calls the day before her disappearance she seemed to be worried and when asked if everything was okay she replied that many similar phone calls had been coming in but she did not elaborate on the matter do you ever see the movie scream Probably the very first parts one. Like Drew Barrymore it. is in the beginning of it. Uh, I have no idea actually. I feel like I've watched a couple of them. Well, in the very first Scream, 
she gets the the phone call thing. Yeah. It happens in like every scary movie. Yeah. And I don't understand why that's what do you just want to hear that person's voice? Well, I mean that. The guy the reason that Ghostface did it in Scream was to scare her and then get her to see that dead body. Sorry oh. if I spoiled Scream for anybody. That movie's been oh. out literally as long as I've been alive. Yeah. Um but I wonder why people like why people do that. Is it just like a scare tactic? Or like if yeah. you have obsessive behavior, is it like to hear that person's voice? Like I feel like it's probably just to scare them because a lot of uh, I mean, obviously I don't want to say m- murderers, but mm-hmm. I mean a lot of people who behave in this situation like that control, like that is the basis of why they do it and they feel like they have control over their victims' emotions and yeah. they want to feel like they have something on them. Does that make sense? I think yeah. like that probably yeah, has I, a lot to do it, with it. It's, yeah, I understand. It's like a like a predator prey mm-hmm. situation. Yes, exactly. I also have another question. You said that this person put in their two weeks notice to go to to go to church school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bible college. Yep. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. That's what I meant. <laughs> church school. <laughs> um was this before was this after the the weird uh mural by George Washington or before? Um Cuz okay. if they put in their two weeks and then s- this thing was up for 6 months. So, it must have yeah, it must have been before before she put in her her two week notice. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that would encourage me to put in my two week notice too and go to church school. Yeah, so. seriously, because the it came up. It was up for six months and then it reappeared after a few weeks. So it was oh, before okay. she put so in the two weeks. She week hasn't notice. put in her two weeks notice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but the phone call was the day before she disappeared. Oh, so by this point, or at she least has two probably these. put in her two weeks notice. Yes. Right. Okay. So Cindy was obviously very upset by these events so an emergency button was installed at her desk that would alert the business next door if anything happened which i just admire this so much because i feel like that's a cool employer uh, yeah exactly in so many situations like these are some weird things that are happening yeah and a lot of times with this stuff it'll get ignored Mm -hmm. and especially back then i'm sure like it just got ignored pushed under the rug right this was the 80s right yep and so I mean, that's cool that their employer would, especially with her, like, being close to leaving, because I'm sure that yeah. even before she put in her two weeks, the boss understood that she'd be leaving soon. Yeah, and she was only 20 at the time. Yeah, so that's really cool of them. I know. Way to go, Rabbit. <laughs> and the other guy, Fieldstein. Field, yes, right. So she also always made sure that the door was locked at work, which, mm-hmm. again, makes sense. Like, she was cautious especially with yeah. all this stuff going on with all these dreams mm-hmm. yeah it it almost feels like something was telling her that something bad yeah. was gonna happen right which makes it even crazier i know this really bre- breaks my heart so on august 4th 1981 cindy was the first one to arrive at work she answered phone calls up until around 10 a.m her employers arrived at the office around noon after a meeting they found the office in nearly perfect order The door was locked, the lights were turned on, and the radio was on. There was unopened mail on the door, and it was found... One of them found that the romance novel Cindy was reading was left open on her desk to the only violent part in the book, which included the heroine being abducted at knife point. 
which oh I would gosh. just like to say. That makes ha- me scared. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not- pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was the employer who noticed this, but I might be wrong. It might have yeah. been someone else. Mm-hmm. But but how did they notice that that the book was at the violent part, but it was the only violent part? I feel I'm like that's such say a weird. That maybe this employer read this romance novel. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's a good detail to maybe. have. Like that's a. <sighs> I mean, uh, romance novels, man. <laughs> I uh, I went on a spree where I read a lot of those for a while. <laughs> And some of them can be very scary. Yeah, well, this was the only scary part in the whole book, and it was open to that. That makes me scared. Yeah, I know. It's creepy. Like, this just became too real for Belle. (sighs) Because, you know, if if I were to work a desk job, which I think I would slowly die if that ever happened to me, but that's besides the point. (laughs) If I were to ever work a desk job, I'd also probably read books while doing yeah. it. And if I were to get kidnapped and they were like, we're going to turn to the only scary scene. The See, books that I read, that's though. something else. Yeah. So this person had to have known what they were reading, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is or, creepy. Or she knew that. Okay. I mean, she she had a feeling something bad oh, was going to happen. Oh, kind of like a hint. Yeah. And then maybe somebody started coming in and she had gotten past this part in the book. Yeah. So she knew around the place that it was and then she turned to it as like, That would be you know, freaking cool as heck if that were the case. I'm, I'm just going to say that that's what she did. Yeah, she's I a really very intelligent girl. Because if not, GW, does he read romance novels? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're like yeah. those Harlequin romance novels that have like the shirtless men yes. on the cover and yes. the woman who like you can almost see her boobs, but it's covered <laughs> by one of those weird like nightgowns that yeah. lace up at the top. This is so <laughs> descriptive right now but i have it in my head and that's all i like oh yeah that's what i am imagining now. that's definitely old, old gw that's what he, he loves harlequin romance free time. and it's called like it's i gotta think the, of so <laughs> forbidden has to be in the name yes <laughs> my god okay so with all of these strange things in place cindy was nowhere to be found after police arrived, they found that Cindy's purse and keys were the only things missing, but her car was still in the parking garage. Mm. And with her keys being gone, it would make sense. Like, that's probably why the door was locked, because her key, like, they locked the door Yeah, they behind locked them. it behind them. There were no signs of a struggle or forced entry. It was as if she had simply vanished. I mean, but if she was kidnapped at, like, knife point. Right, I'm yeah. not fighting somebody with a knife. I don't, this is very morbid, but my mother has always watched, uh, like, you know, true crime stuff, mm-hmm. and she has scarred me and my sister both when it comes to these things, and she's, <laughs> this is, like I said, this is really morbid, but I mean, it's this podcast, so. What do you expect? Exactly. The jokes we make are terrible. Yeah. In a good you sh- way. You should be used to it by now. But she would tell me and my sister that if anybody, like, tried to kidnap us, whether at knife point or with a gun, to just fight back. And, like, I mean, if they shot us or killed us, then it was probably better than what could happen. Like, what would happen to us? For some reason, in my strange little mind, I would fight back against someone with a gun before I would a knife. For some, I'd rather be shot than stabbed. Yeah. And granted, I I have never been shot. I have been stabbed. It wasn't on purpose. 
okay. <laughs> it was not on purpose. We will not dive That's into good. that story. <laughs> but I've never been shot, but being stabbed hurts. Um, Very the bad. Thought, even mentally, that freaks me out. I don't think I could handle that. I would I would also rather be shot than Yeah, stabbed. I'd rather be shot. I mean, I know it's going to hurt. Ew, and I just think about like somebody holding... But you only have so many bullets. Knives don't run out of bullets. Yeah. What a quote. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They don't. Knives don't run out of bullets. <laughs> but also with with her always locking the door, how did they get in without there being like... There was no signs of forced entry. Again, so. I bring up scream. What if the call is coming from inside the house? Oh. What if they were already in there? Mm. That's a thought. Yeah. Hey, maybe. Yeah, it's a possibility. So now we're going to get into some of the leads and suspects. In September, police received a tip saying that Cindy was being held against her will in the basement of a white house. The person would ah. not provide their identity and went on to say that the family owned two houses beside each other and that the parents were out of town with the son being the one holding Cindy hostage at the home. Which is very they descriptive. They wouldn't give their personality. <laughs> No, I didn't. They wouldn't give their personality? (laughs) They wouldn't give their identity? No. The address of the home was also not given, and the tipster hung up. I don't think that this person wants this girl to be found. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. What a rude thing to do. I know, right? People are are such jerks. So they didn't provide... It was From what I read, it was a girl. She didn't provide the address of the home, and she hung up, but then called back... And one of the other investigators uh, tried to listen in on this conversation, Mm -hmm. and then she hung up again. I don't like this girl. Me either. And nothing ever came from this lead. Obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming they tried to investigate it, but that's kind of hard to do. She literally gave, like, the least amount of information with the most words. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And I still, we, I feel like we have this conversation with cases like this all the time. But that's such a crappy thing to do. Yeah, that's really rude, honestly. Stop calling in places. If you have any information, please provide it to to the police. But don't just call them just to get attention and to get the... So many people did. That was Son of Sam. Man. And then you're just wasting the police's time. This yeah. person wasted their time. Yeah. Because they horrible. did nothing. Makes me so mad. So another lead involved Anthony and Nathaniel Cook, who were... Neither one of them have GW initials. Uh, yeah, that is true. Uh, I also read... See, some of these... It's hard when you're doing research because sometimes there are like little details and it's hard to tell if they're accurate or oh, not. Oh, yeah, if they're legit. But a lot of it times I feel like it's good to include that. Yeah, totally. Like, you know, just in case. But I, I did read the that they (laughs) i read that they figured out who gw was but they like they didn't have anything to do with the disappearance like a weird little perv i guess so but that i mean okay if you had a crush on her and you did that that would be really inconvenient for somebody else to 
to kidnap her for for her to disappear especially since she has a boyfriend yeah that she's gonna go to church school with yeah leave this poor girl alone that's really just leave her alone (laughs) so anyway anthony and nathaniel cook uh, were convicted of nine murders in Ohio. Oh my God! During the 1980s, <laughs> they have been what? yeah, they have been suspected of being involved in the disappearance of Cindy, but they have denied having any involvement in the case. I mean, so. if they're going to fess up to nine other ones, then right? I don't yeah. feel like well, if they really did it. I don't know if they fessed up. Yeah, okay. I, I don't. I'm not sure. But I mean, if you're well, if you're I mean, already on trial jerks. for nine. I know. What's another? Exactly. You're gonna get a life. You're gonna get a life sentence. So it's like. But once again, these obviously aren't upstanding people. So true. They don't really. Care. They should have lawyers, though. Yeah. I don't know. So multiple people were indicted on charges related to drugs. This is a separate situation by the way we're, we're moving on from that multiple people were indicted on charges related to drugs after cindy's disappearance That's two of random. these people were jose rodriguez jr and his attorney richard neller neller was involved with the law firm that cindy worked at prior to her disappearance rabbit and fieldstein yes yes I'm familiar <laughs> that is correct <laughs> <laughs> it is theorized that Cindy overheard conversations between Rodriguez, between Rodriguez and Neller about illegal drug deals, which led to her abduction. Oh, so this is like this is like a Breaking Bad scenario. Once again, I get to bring up Breaking Bad in this yeah, podcast. I've only watched a, f- a, a few episodes of Breaking Bad. In an episode. But I'm just going to agree, yeah. Drugs, I know that they're involved. kidnaps Walt and Jesse. This is not this a is, spoiler. Oh, okay, I was about to say. This is like season two. Or season, it might be season one. Because, basic, dr- it's drugs. Yeah. I mean, uh, I feel like this, this is a common occurrence. Quite, <laughs> yeah. I'm on television. Well, I'm not familiar yeah. <laughs> with real life drug scenarios. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I've never seen anyone with drugs. I don't know what I'm saying at this point, honestly. <laughs> I think I'm just nervous. I'm, a, I'm assuming I haven't either. <laughs> I think I'm just scared. Yeah. Whenever we start talking about illegal things, I get scared. <laughs> I'm starting to be like, Belle, are you indicting yourself in a <laughs> yeah, crime right real. now? Will they play this back in court oh, one day man. when you're being held? <laughs> I get nervous. Once again, I really hope that you never have to go to court. Yeah, Even as too. like a witness? Uh, yeah. Nothing. I hope you never have to step foot into a courtroom. Do you know how many times that I have been asked to do jury duty? Well, requests sequestered no. or whatever to do jury Please. duty. Literally like four times. I Please no. I hope you never have to do that. I agree. I agree. I've gotten out of it four times. I mean, I understand that that's like a civil duty or whatever. In my defense, two times I was pregnant. One time I didn't have a car. You've only been pregnant one time and you... I was pregnant. I got sequestered to jury duty twice while I was pregnant. I was only pregnant for like seven and a half months. That's really weird. And then the other time I didn't have a car... And then the other time, I literally, the girls were like, I was like pump, like breastfeeding and stuff. So I yeah. couldn't really do anything else with my time because I was breastfeeding twins. That's so strange. Yeah. Four times. My, you know how many times my mom has been sequestered to jury duty? Once. 
I don't understand. Same for Dustin. Dustin, my husband, one time. That's really weird. Someone was like, maybe your name's at the top of the list. I was like, that's not how it goes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. my last name is Brunny. My husband has the same last name as me. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. I don't know how it works, but I feel like they need to they need to change Take me something. off the list. Y- yes, definitely. It needs to be like one of those calls. Hi, how do I get taken off the list? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Whenever telemarketers call me, fun fact, you can press nine to go to like an actual person. And I always say, hi, can you please take me off your call list? And I don't feel like I get as many phone calls from them. I so it'd be answer. the same thing. Just, <laughs> just call them and be like, hi, can you please take me off of your call list? <laughs> yeah, for real. That's what I'm going to have to do. If I get sequestered again, I'm literally going to tell them no. I'll find a reason to say no because I should not ever be in court. No, that's true. Ever. I agree. I was not cut out for it. No. When God made me, yeah. he was like, we're going to make her really nervous <laughs> and <laughs> make her break out in hives. <laughs> and she's never going to be in a courtroom ever. Yeah. Let's hope it stays that way. Good God. I hope so. I just get so, so scared. So during the trial of Rodriguez, an informant testified that he confessed to killing Cindy, oh. but it was ultimately ruled unreliable. Oh. That sucks. Supposedly, he said this to threaten Neller because he did not represent him well enough in a previous trial. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, that he really wanted to teach him a lesson. So that he, seems stupid. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, this man was caught talking to his lawyer about drugs. Uh, yeah, both men were convicted and imprisoned for drug trafficking. Are they still in? Are they still in jail? You see, I try to look it up, Neller. Because, you know, ultimately they, like, revoked his license. Yeah. Like his, whatchamacallit. But then it said that, man, I wish I could remember the word. But somebody hired him for something that still involved law, I believe. Because he he got out of prison. So he he got out. I'm assuming... I don't know how old he was, but if he's alive, I'm assuming he's out. And I don't, I'm not sure about Rodriguez. He would be old. I mean, that was the 80s. Yeah. So none of these theories or suspects have really been confirmed or denied. Cindy has not been seen since 1981. She left a significant amount of money in her bank account and her social security number has not been used since then. Do they reuse social security numbers once people die? Probably. What? I didn't know that. Wait. Wait. I mean. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) I was so confused. I was like, wait a second. Isn't that like what your whole identity is based off of? And then if you die, can they, do they reuse them? But I'm sure that they do. Do they? Wouldn't they have to? Like if somebody I mean, there's a lot of numbers. There's also a lot of people. There's nine numbers in a social security number. I just counted in my mind. <laughs> yeah, but there we're talking about like does everybody for a year, on the like planet decades. get a social security number, or is that just in America? I d- I'm realizing now that I don't know a lot about the social security <laughs> system at all. I don't know either. I have no idea. I assume it's just people in America. Yeah, I want to say that as well, but what about, like, Canada? 
do you think? Yeah, I'm, I guess maybe it is just America. So when you become a legal citizen, do you get a social security number? I think so, yeah. Uh, sometimes wow. I just think about everyone listening, and they're probably like, man, these <laughs> girls are idiots. <laughs> I'm sorry that I don't know a lot about our social security system. Yeah. So anyway, in this situation, she she never her, used her number. Okay, so she's not since trying then. to come out here and get like a loan or something, right? Like, she, right? She's not in a hospital. Yeah, because they have to check your social security number if you're in the hospital, right? Okay, and she's not trying to get another like job or anything. Yeah. Okay, and again, that makes a lot more sense than what I was alluding to. Yeah. in my mind. <laughs> Um, um, there was a small detail. Once again, I don't know how true this is, but her father supposedly said that around the time, like the days or weeks leading up to her disappearance, mm -hmm. that she began, like, I don't want to say taking better care of herself, but she began worrying about her appearance she more. She wasn't such an uggo anymore. Uh that's really rude. But she started worrying about her appearance more and that kind of thing. So, but she was also about to get put in her, I mean, she also put in her two weeks notice. I was about to and attend Bible college yeah, with her boyfriend. Yeah, she was about to go so. to church school. Yeah. So that, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that. No. I don't feel like, I mean, I guess I'm. Also, I mean, when you get older, you, you change. That's true. Yeah. That's just life. Do you have any theories? What do you think? Oh, happened? my theories? Yeah. One, I definitely think that whoever kidnapped her was also reading this romance novel, <laughs> mainly because I want to believe that. Yeah. Another theory, I think that the romance novel was called Forbidden Love. <laughs> yeah. I would have to agree with that. Or like, um, Forbidden Romance with my Fernaldo. <laughs> <laughs> something like that yeah uh it wouldn't surprise me if the people well i don't know i was about to say it wouldn't surprise me if the people with the drug charges they kidnapped her right yeah that that would that probably but, does make the most sense yeah or i mean honestly this gw person whoever they are I mean, I know that you said that it technically wasn't linked, but I still think that that could be a possibility because yeah. when you become really obsessed with somebody and that's, I think that's also GW's tied with them reading that same romance novel as her mm. because when you become really obsessed with someone, yeah, like on the unhealthy level of like defacing a building, uh, yeah, I think that you'll go to crazy lengths. And do things that, you know, most sane humans wouldn't do. So right. I think that, that could be a possibility, honestly. Yeah. What about I would have you? to agree. Um, I don't know. It's just very... I'm just not sure that it can, can be a coincidence right. that this person... Uh, I mean, I personally don't see random messages scroll, like, you know appear on walls for me telling sadly no me, one has ever defaced property for me either yeah nobody really says that or does that so i i don't want to i don't really think it's a coincidence so i also agree but um, are they kind of giving their identity away giving even their initials <laughs> if they didn't want Ooh. 
What? Well, that was six months ago. I don't know. I was about to say, what if the main character in one of the books she was reading had the same initials as GW? Oh. But that was six months ago. Yeah. So that really wasn't blowing up. Maybe it was her favorite book that she rereads constantly. Maybe. Maybe that could have been like the author's initials or something. Yeah. Man. We're, we're about to solve this case. We are. Better <laughs> watch out, Toledo police. Yeah. I really would like to know what book it was. I wonder if I could look it up. Probably not. Mm, uh, I don't, I don't Well, it might be in evidence. Right. So according to the Ohio Attorney General's website, she was last seen wearing a white V-neck dress with pink pinstripes. Cinnamon, oh my gosh, that sounds adorable. Yeah, I know. <laughs> cinnamon brown legs, pantyhose, and beige open-toed ankle strap sandals. This sounds like a very cute outfit. I know. I thought the same thing. She has a chicken pox scar on her forehead and a... I do too! <laughs> that's, that's a little creepy. Right uh, here! I'm touching you, it! Do you also have a one and a half inch scar on your right knee that is shaped like a fish hook? I'm about to look. Did you say my right knee? What if I am the reincarnation? Did you say right knee? Yeah. I think it's on the back. I can't on her right back knee. Of my well, leg. I don't know. That seems like a lot of work. I Somewhere do have a chicken pox scar on my forehead, though. That's. You know what? We might be honest. Because I had the chicken pox when I was 13 years old. I've never had chicken pox. I They're got the vaccination. I, I had the vaccination too, and it didn't work. Ooh, this is not Belle's views on vaccinations. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Uh, uh, vac- vaccines are great. As we have said before, I am an ambassador of vaccinations <laughs> and antibiotics. Yeah. But the chicken pox vaccination did not work on me. I still got chicken pox when I was 13. Eee, yeah. That's bad. My parents had a duct tape oven mitts to my hands. <gasps> they learned that from the Friends episode <clears throat> where Phoebe got chicken pox. Yeah. I can't handle. Oh, my being God. It was itchy. awful. So that would. I know that would drive me I crazy. literally would. I laid in bed and was like, God, take me now. Ooh. That's granted i'm very dramatic and that's the same way that i felt after i got my covid vax my second covid shot i also probably said dear god please take me now uh i <laughs> felt that way when i had kidney stones oh god i've never had a kidney stone i have kidney pain though because i'd never drink water Ooh. i was really but i've never drinking had water stones, and then i got awful. a job and i never have i it's bad i don't i don't take very good care of myself me that's what this podcast should actually be called two girls who don't take good care yeah. of themselves we'd get a lot of listeners yeah so if you have any information or questions about this case you can call the toledo police department at 419-245-3340 or you can email us at appalachianmm at gmail.com and yeah. tell us what information you have. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would be okay. We'll re- we'll definitely relay the information to them. <laughs> but we're nosy, so we want to know what you have to say first. <laughs> yeah, but most importantly, we'll let the police know. Most importantly, tell us. <laughs> and then tell the police. Please go to the authorities at some point. <laughs> After us. I really, she was only 20 years old. I just want her to be found because her parents have since passed away. Her mom passed away not too long after she disappeared from cancer. Oh, God. So. What happened to her boyfriend? Did did he end up going to church school? uh, I don't know. 
I didn't mm. I didn't read anything. That was kind of surprising to me. I mean Dustin I went like, to church school in Cleveland. I feel like boyfriends are normally, you know, the the prom suspect, but I there and was nothing normally, at all about him anywhere. That's weird. Yeah. Maybe he had already went to church school and Maybe. was waiting for her. Yeah. That's definitely a possibility. Like That's early true. admission, like he moved in early or something like yeah. that. But I'm sure, I mean, like her boyfriend. The fact that he wasn't a witness, like the fact that he wasn't a suspect is good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because normally they are. Yeah, exactly. But he's pro- um, he's probably still alive. And I'm sure she has other family members and friends who deserve closure. Yeah. It's always so hard because the thought of like a loved one being murdered, I I can't even imagine that. But I just feel like I don't want to say it's even worse. I would I would never say that, but mm-hmm. I think if I had a loved one who was missing, who just disappeared, that yeah. would drive me absolutely insane just I, not knowing. I I really feel like that would make it very hard. You don't get that level of closure. Right, yeah. Cuz when they're dead, I mean, they're dead. At least you know. Yeah, you know where they're at. Yeah. When they're missing, there's a lot of questions that mm-hmm. you that you can't help but have. Yeah. So if you have any information. Tell us and then go to the Toledo police. <laughs> but first tell us. You, we will make sure you can that also the authorities know. DM us on Instagram <laughs> at AMMPod. Yeah. Heck, send us a TikTok about it. We also have a TikTok what? at AMMPod. I don't feel like that would be very appropriate for a missing person. Um, Nothing on TikTok is appropriate. Okay, yeah. Valid point. Yeah. But. We also have Twitter. We do have a Twitter <laughs> that I never check because Twitter gives me anxiety. <laughs> I deleted my Twitter app, so I'm never on there. It is... AM and pod one. And then that's all over. Oh, we have of Facebook. Course. Yeah. I bought him Monsters and Mysteries. <laughs> right. Yep. Which Miley's in charge of because I think Facebook is poison. Uh, yeah, I actually also deleted <laughs> my really, Facebook app we're really until getting a great view of Bell's <laughs> views on social media. Well, Facebook's I... poison. Twitter gives me anxiety. I do yeah. get on TikTok. See, I don't. But I don't, I don't get on make TikTok. Them. And I love Instagram. See, this is why we make such a good pair. Yeah. We just balance each other out. No one gets on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, true. I wouldn't be on Facebook either if it wasn't for our page. That was the only reason I downloaded yeah. the app. And back. we do religiously check our email. Yeah. Please just send us something. <laughs> <laughs> and We've got sure some people have uh like messaged us yeah. and we always get <laughs> so excited we do we love it we love talking to you guys yeah make sure that you rate and review us on whatever podcast streaming network you're listening on is it a network platform that sounds more right (laughs) so yeah bye guys (laughs) bye